Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the Watching World Podcast. Great to have you with us today. Hope your, your Christmas and your New Year's was fantastic and blessed, and that the Lord is blessing you in many ways. You had great time with family, and, and whatever it is, I hope it was uh, an amazing blessing. Uh, I enjoyed every year. We enjoy a week in Florida for vacation, going to see the in-laws, and it's still weird and still enjoyable that one day over Christmas break from like the 20th through almost the first, like the 20th through the 29th, one of those days after or right before Christmas, a couple days before Christmas, 80 degrees sitting on the beach in Clearwater, Florida. It just gets, it, that still is crazy, but I, I, I wasn't knocking it. That was amazing. It was a little cloudy the rest of the time, but overall, it's, there's a reason we pick Christmas for vacation. And, and so I, I just pray wherever you were that uh, you're blessed, healthy, good, uh, everything is, is great. So each year, um, I've said this before, if you are a consistent listener, but, but each year around this time, that first or second, but hopefully the first episode of the Watching World podcast is about something new. And primarily about how we take care of ourselves, because everyone says that, uh, at least that I know, that that talk about the new year. This year, I'm going to do this. It's called the New Year's Resolution. And as I've gotten older, turning 55 this year, double nickels, wow, um, I probably don't want to ever say that again. But for me, the, 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 the term resolution has lost its luster for me, because a resolution... I feel like is, okay, I'm setting these goals, but I'm calling them resolutions. And, and if I look, okay, so this year I'm going to do this and it's going to be new and it's going to be fresh. And then I break it or alter it and then I give up. And I, I've heard that from many friends or many other people that talk about it. And so I'm not using the term New Year's resolution anymore. If that's you, I'm not judging you. I'm not knocking you. That's okay. You do your New Year's resolution. But for me, I'm setting goals and I'm going to try to align those goals with the Bible and how I should take care of my body. Now, I'm talking about fitness, and today what we're talking about is the battle for good health and fitness. And this is going to be a two-parter. So in part one, we're going to talk about what God calls us to do with our bodies, why it's important to be in shape. And then in the second part, we're going to talk more about the how-to, because again, at 55, uh, I'm getting older, and I can't bench press what I used to, and I can't run like I used to, and I can't sprint or jog or even walk on a treadmill sometimes like I used to. Things have changed. Joints get older and worn out, and I'm more tired. And, but that doesn't mean that just because I age that all of a sudden, well, I can just let my body go. I've, 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 I've done what I want to do. Now, before we, we bring in our guest, who I'm honored is one of the greatest men I've ever known, and even as a former professional athlete who thought he was in shape, getting with Bart when we first met, Bart Cox is, is, is our guest. He's the, the CFO of Abundant Life. And, and by the way, uh, I'll pause there, Bart, and hey, welcome in, man. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks Just for another me. excuse to sit with you and hang <laughs> yeah, out. Always yeah. love it. Always I'll, love it. Thank you so much for being here, and, and welcome now to full-time staff at Abundant Life. Yeah, thank you. It's been wonderful. Absolutely love. It's been, been welcomed in. And I've been able to hit the ground running, got some great mentors, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's really been great to be able to contribute to something I super believe in here at Abundant Life. Yeah, I can't think of a better guy to slide into that for multiple reasons. You're one of the smartest dudes I've ever known. God has blessed you with 
amazing intelligence and reasoning and common sense, but uh, also an amazing heart. So it's good to walk down the hall and see your face, that bald head of yours <laughs> right. uh, sitting in his office, just <laughs> working away. And it's not an easy job, especially with the size of our church. You know, yeah. being the CFO is not not easy. So it's challenging, isn't it? We are we're growing, and I love it. And yeah. it, it drives me to to get up every morning and come in and work with uh, all the ministry folks yeah. and pastors and staff to to make sure it keeps running good. Well, none of us are perfect, but one of the things I love about you, Bart, is your drive for for godly excellence, and we're, we're to do everything with excellence. And so again, another reason why I know that's how you live your life, as a husband, as uh, as a father, as uh, a staff member, but just as a, as a man of God. I mean, excellence, I know, is, is first and foremost for you. So not perfect, not going to throw you not on that perfect. pedestal. No, thank you. Not going to happen. You're, yeah, because if I do, we're both in trouble. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you for, for being here. And, and I want to lay this groundwork, too, with Bart. Uh, neither one of us are doctors. Neither one of us are nutritionists. Neither one of us are accredited in any kind of medical field <laughs> whatsoever. It's just back when I was in my late 30s and, and I met Bart and his bride, Stormy, uh, I had first noticed driving down the street that that dude's mowing his grass and that dude's in shape. <laughs> and I saw your bride out there weed eating and working out with you. And I'm like, and his bride is in incredible shape as well. And to this day, you guys have taken care of your bodies and you guys are in incredible shape. And I remember the short version. I remember thinking that I was in shape and then we met and we got to work out with you guys. And here again, had a multi-million dollar workout facility at my disposal at the at one of the best players in major league baseball that just one of the best athletes to be in major league baseball even though i didn't play every day and yet uh had no idea because it wasn't taught then i wasn't trained yeah. and thought i was in shape and boy did i find out in a heartbeat <laughs> i could throw a baseball i could swing a bat i could run really fast had the knowledge for the game but i was not fit and you could tell because uh, I got in the weight room the first time, that was a rude awakening. Why couldn't I meet you when I was like 20? <laughs> so anyway, um, got into the best shape of my life at in my 40s, and, and I've been able to take that and carry that. But uh, I, I at 55 now, it's different. But we're going to tackle that in the second half. Yeah. And so now, Bart, uh, here's the thing I love about the new year. And I love about waking up every morning. And it's one of my favorite verses. I've said this on the Watching World podcast many times. But Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 say, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So every morning when we open our eyes, we get a fresh start. Isn't that great? That is great. Yeah. And we need it, don't we? <laughs> we do. Yes. Yeah. Every single day. So, okay. Um, the battle for good health and fitness. One more disclaimer before we dive into the importance of, of why... We need to be fit and, and try to get our bodies in shape. Not everybody is built like Bart. Not everybody is built like me. Not everybody is an athlete or athletic, but that doesn't excuse us from taking care of our bodies. So I want everybody to understand this, there's no judgment out there. So you have a different body type. You have a different background. You have different wounds or different things you're dealing with or mental situations or, or spiritual battles, whatever it may be, injuries, medical issues, all those things. Uh, we're not telling you to go out in a gym and do this workout right now. We're, you need to see your doctor. You need to see professional people. Again, more disclaimers as we go on. Yeah. This is just the encouragement to understand why it's important to, to keep our bodies fit. 
And so, uh, Bart, let's just dive in there. I'm just going to give you the general overview question. Why do you feel like it's important for us to to, to stay in shape as best we can if we're able and, and, and keep our bodies fit? Well, I would say, you know, first and foremost, just being a steward of your resources. So if your days are numbered and you've got a certain number of days and you want to be maximizing what you can do in those days, yeah. I mean, being a steward of what you've been given, I think is really important, whether it's you know, the five talents, the three talents, the one talent, yeah, you know, what good. do you have? It's if, if it's money, if it's leadership capability, whatever it is, you know, um, stewarding the resource you have of your body, I think that's probably where it all starts. Yeah. And th- that's good too, because it's interesting that we are called, we, we said this in the beginning, that we're called to be excellent and in everything that we do, and we're called to be stewards of what we've been given. But oftentimes when, when we think as human beings, what we've been given, we've been given maybe a home or a vehicle or a bank account or a family or whatever, and, and we have been given those. It all comes from God, whether we want to agree with that or acknowledge that or not. We've all been given things that it's all from God. But for some reason, we think, well, this is my body. You've given me those things, but I own this body and we don't even own that. Yeah, and right. oftentimes we have to remember that I love the way Rick Warren puts this. We are to respect and protect our body. And here's the quote Rick Warren said, Pastor Rick Warren, now retired. God created it. Jesus paid for it. And the Holy Spirit lives in it. Wow. So if you keep that perspective, <laughs> yeah. isn't that your body is not your own? And let me read uh, one more here. This is 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom, whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. And one of the versions says you were bought at a high price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Yeah. Your body is not your own. Yeah. You know, I, just, I want to double down on what you said earlier. And this, I don't want this to sound like shaming. I don't. It's want this, not at all. I don't want this to sound like, hey, you should you should look like an athlete, right? Because that's not what we're talking it's about. Not what we're saying at all. Yeah. What we're, you know, I think where we could start maybe would be this. You know, in a first world country, we have, and even in third world countries now, where we deploy medical personnel. I mean, we figured out how to create vaccines, how to solve, you know, most problems. I mean, if you get a virus now, I mean, something that you would have definitely died from 100 years ago, now, I mean, for the most part, you don't even end up in the hospital. You Mm -hmm. know, you might even go to urgent care, and for your copay, you'll end up with, you know, maybe a Z-Pack or something, and you'll go home and you'll recover just right. fine. And right. you might not even, you can work from home now, so you don't even miss any days of work. Right. So, you know, we've solved so many problems as a first world country and, you know, as a, as a society, as a people group. And so now what's ended up happening, though, is that through comfort and through, you know, technology and through so many of us that have jobs, like my job, for example, you know, your job, for example, we do a lot of sitting. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, I think the battles we're fighting are, are are battles like type two diabetes, yeah, and you know things like that. Uh, that really, honestly, most of these, most of those kinds of problems, they really are preventable. You know, if and, and we can get into how to prevent those things and and how it could be harder for some people than it is for other people. Because when I think about the talents, too, you know, the that example of the talents, the five, the three, the one. Some people are given a body that's relatively easy to keep in shape. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, sometimes I look at Pastor Phil. And that dude, he's a big guy, and I've talked to him before about what he does. And he says, honestly, Bart, he said, 
I'm in my 50s and I've got, I've got a pretty good metabolism. I mean, you've seen him eat. Yes, I've seen him eat. That's ridiculous. It's like, so he I'm would, jealous a little bit. I would, I, I, I'll I think, confess it. I think he would tell you that he does steward his body. I think he does be reasonable. But mm-hmm. I think he would also say that it's a little easier for him than others. Right. I would say that for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't always believe that. I used to be... You know, I like to tell people that I'm a recovering know-it-all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, um, as I've gotten older, I've just understood, man, I just, I just don't have most things figured out. Right. And, and I've gotten so much more, so much of the pride that I've had in my youth is, is gone now. And I, I just love the life that I live now and, and keeping all that in check. And, mm-hmm. and some of the things I think now are truly, I used to think that if I can do it, anybody could do it. So whatever I could bootstrap or whatever I could muster somebody else should be able to do it because we've all got the exact same body. Well, that's less, that's just not true. It's not true in the least bit. No. You put 100 people in the room, 100 different bodies. Yeah, and honestly, if you put 100 people in the room and you fed us all the exact same meals with the exact same exercise, mm-hmm. there's going to be 100 different shapes in that room. Yeah, absolutely, and 100 different responses to those shapes. Right. And, and that food. And so for some people, being overweight, um, being you know having limited mobility, limited flexibility, some of that stuff is just way harder for you than it is for others. Yeah, and so we want to talk about that, and we want to work around that, and I think we're going to get to some of that stuff in part two. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing, I mean, this is going to be the the part one of this episode is going to be the episode of disclaimers. But I want also people to understand, you know, the Bible also tells us that you know when when you work out with the body taking care of your body the discipline of the body it it is of some benefit but understand this the goal of this episode of the podcast is not ladies and gentlemen out there as you're listening it's not so you look like the world should think that you look that is not what this is about because you can be a certain size and be beautiful on a large end you could be a smaller size and be a beautiful or handsome guys. We're not just talking about the, but here's the deal. God created you and loves you and you're amazing. And I know there's a lot of people that are maybe self-conscious about the way they look or these clothes or whatever it may be. Look, you have to understand you are beautiful to the Lord. You are fearfully and wonderfully made no matter what you look like, no matter what your body size is or right now, if you if you feel like you're listening to this and like, yeah, I need to lose X amount of pounds or yeah, I need to do this or I need to eat this or, or whatever it may be. Again, we're not doctors, we're not nutritionists, but the idea is I want you to understand that you are loved dearly by the creator. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. He loves you. He's not looking down on you like if if you're not able to fit in three sizes too small, you know, smaller of what you are right now, then God's not going to love you. That's a ridiculous lie from the evil one. And if if you're looking in the mirror and hating your body, understand that God does not. He does not hate you and doesn't hate your body. He loves you. Now, he wants you to be healthy because you're going to be able to be used by him more. Because if we're not healthy, then we, we, we might not have the energy to get out there and, and, and serve, you know, to, to go to uh, the, the food pantry or to go somewhere and rake leaves for somebody and share the gospel after you're done doing that or something like that. That's what we're talking about here. So understand. I mean, I know Bart is a, has been a, a clean bodybuilder his whole life, and I've learned so much from you, and, and you've given me, you've ignited a passion 15 years ago for me in the gym that carries to this day. I mean, I have my gym in my basement because you had a gym in your basement and mm. you helped me set it up and you helped me find it on Craigslist and right. and installed it and 
got my floor set up and all those great things. And, and now because of that, I can work out with my boys like you've done. And so there's so much benefit to that, but we're not asking everybody to get a weight room. You don't have to go get a gym membership or anything like that. We just want you to be healthy. One, because God called us to be, because we're called to discipline our bodies. We're called to have self-control. We are called to preach the gospel and, and, live for what God's called us to and it's really hard if we're not healthy. So again, that's right. That's the goal. It is. And you know, and there's there's the the reasons we could talk about stewardship reasons, but yeah. then there's the selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ask anybody, you know, who has maybe gained, you know, 20 to 40 pounds and you ask them, "Hey, do do you think you felt better before you gained this weight?" I mean, by and large they're going to tell you that they did. Right. They're going to say they felt better, mm-hmm. you know. And then, you know, throw in the aging factor. Yep. You know, because you're no spring chicken, less. Come on, man. Coming <laughs> and, up on the double nickels. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm pushing 47 here. So I'm over here, you know, uh, also... Get out right a- now. Approaching, <laughs> <laughs> not 55, but approaching something that's pushing 50. Um, I think about things just like how you feel. You know, I'm getting to the age of, you know, within the next couple of years, I might have grandkids. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to get down on the floor and back up off the floor and and not to, for it to be like a huge production for me to do that. Right. And I think for having to sit in the corner and yeah. not be able to participate. Right. Or yeah. No, and, and that can happen again. If people have injuries, again, no judgment, anything that's like right. that. But if the reason is just that we're not taking care of ourselves, then that's what we're talking about. That's right. And I think I think that um, just mobility and flexibility, you know, going for walks, a lot, especially those of us, I mean, so many of us sit at desks. And when you sit at desk at a desk, your legs are bent. And so your hamstrings are in this bent formation all the time. And so you end up with these really short hamstrings. You end up with less ankle mm. mobility. Yeah, this is, your, your knowledge fascinates <laughs> me, man. Seriously, I learn so much every time we talk. Well, but I mean, think about it. Your hamstrings like in this motion. So, yeah. you know, and if you go talk to a physical therapist and you go talk to people, I mean, most of physical therapy is they're trying to simulate things that we used to do when we worked for, when we had physical jobs for a living. Mm-hmm. Stooping, bending, picking up you know, reaching and picking up an eccentric load, like something that's far from our body and picking it up with our shoulder, reaching up overhead, all those things. When you, because we don't do those things anymore very often, it, you know, we end up having to go to physical therapy to emulate the way we used to live right. before we got so advanced in technology where we could have jobs like this. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, another thing I'm drawn to, Bart, is that we, we and, and Bart Cox is our guest. He's the CFO now of Abundant Life since October 1st. Three months in, baby. Three months Welcome in. in. Yeah, yeah it's you. exciting, yeah. Um, there are people out there that, you know, I had, I had to go to counseling in the past. And, and fitness wasn't an issue, but my, my mental health was an issue. And the pain from a difficult childhood of an abusive father, I know you can relate. So, you know, there are people out there that have had pain, that have had abuse. And oftentimes, food or a lack of care to the body is, is, a, is a place they go. And so I, if, if, if those are your issues, again, there's no judgment here whatsoever. You know, Abundant Life, you can go to livingproof.co, and Abundant Life has great counseling services. Um, you, you can get great advice here. They can point you in the right directions for the different ministries or people that you can talk to. So again, go to livingproof.co if, if you need some help in these areas, because counseling's huge. It helped me. Having a biblically trained counselor that put the word of God at the foundation of the counseling helped me through my father issues to, to now to the point where not only am I through it, but I can forgive my dad and I don't go to other things to 
to mask pain. You know what I mean? And the, yeah. the addictions. And I know I had that addictive personality because of those father wounds. So if that's you out there, uh, again, I livingproof.co, I got a great counseling ministry. There's regen. There's all kinds of things that get the help that you need. And, and there's no shame in that. I mean, open arms you're going to receive, be received from, from people here at Abundant Life. So, um, Romans 12.1, Bart says this, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So again, our body is not our own. We're called to be self-controlled. We're called to be disciplined, but taking care of our bodies, again, we're not asking you to be in a fitness competition, but taking care of our bodies to the best of our ability is a form of true and proper worship to the to go, to God to the Lord who gave us these bodies right you know I, I think about it like this um, simple things like if you were in a park with your one of your grandkids and they got injured and you needed to pick them up and you needed to walk them you know I don't know a mile could you do that you know whenever whenever could, could you do could could you perform some physical activity you know to be able to go and perform something that seems relatively minor could you go do that and so when I think about mobility, flexibility, strength. It's more functional. It's like, yeah, I'm impressed. Somebody that can bench press, you know, 315 pounds plus, you know, that's impressive. But that's not what we're talking about. No. We're, we're truly talking about functional strength and functional mobility. That Being, doesn't help me teach a class at base camp. No. It really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, doesn't. Worshiping the Lord, getting in the Word every day, being humble, and being willing to be obedient, that, that's what God wants. And so I, lo- I love your point. We're not wearing a, wearing a tank top on the beach or no shirt at all come June and July, which, by the way, it's almost February. It's almost time for teardown season, right? <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But, it, yeah, it's, again, more disclaimers. We're just that, – that's not what we're talking about at all. So Yeah, that's right. You know, your, your body is going to and, – and what's really crazy about it is even if you think – You've reached an age where hey, I'm just never going to feel like I did when I was, you know, 25. Well, you might be able to feel like you felt when you were 35. That's right. And or or when you were 45. Because you know? if you can wait and if you can somehow feel like you're 25 when you're 55, could you please call me? Yeah, let yeah, me know. Give us a call. Let yeah. us know. You know, leave a comment. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think it's about um, the best you you can be. Yeah. You know, because you're going to feel better. That's you're going to sleep better. Yeah. Um, you're going to be able to uh, go for walks. You're going to be able to keep up on things. You'll think better. You'll work better. That's right. And uh, I, my recovery. mind is so much better when I when I sleep. Right, and, and even recovery. So when you do get ill, you know, having being in a reasonable physical condition where where you have flexibility, mobility, you can get up and get down. Be you know, kind of in advance, being in a reasonable shape, fitness level is going to help you recover from future, you know, viruses, recover from future bacteria. That's yeah, good. All the different things that that might ail you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, as we close this, because I'm excited to jump into part two, and that's as we age, how how can we work out and train? Um, and even if you don't have a gym or don't have a gym membership or anything like that, there's still things that you can do. But but I also came to you a few months ago and said, okay, Bart, phase two now. Uh, I'm not. I used to be able to bench 300. You witnessed it, and that is not happening anymore. You know, double surgeries on both sides and blah 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 and all that stuff. We had to talk about kind of revamping, and you so kindly and generously worked out a plan that is working for me, and it feels good to feel good again, but not like I'm 25. Maybe like I'm 
well, not even like I'm 40, because again, you helped me get in the best shape of my life when I was at 40, but you know what I mean. I mean, just not being pain as much and all that. So that that part is coming up. But here's the encouragement, you know, the way we eat, the way we exercise, if at all, sleep, drinking water. You know, water is, by the way, as we know, an appetite suppressant. The more water you drink, you're more healthy, you sleep better, but also you're not as hungry. I mean, your stomach gets fuller, but your body just doesn't have that desire. And I did learn from a doctor. From a doctor, not me, but I learned from a doctor that when we, the more sugar we consume, especially added sugar, not the sugar that's naturally in fruits or other things, but the preservative stuff or the natural sugars, your body tricks you into thinking you're hungry even when you're not. Mm. And that's why when we eat sugary foods, it tends to build up more because then we keep thinking we're hungry and we're not. And so we end up eating more. So that's another thing I advise you go you know, get a physical check with your primary care physician and your doctor. You can find out more about that. But it's just, it's super important to have good eating habits, exercise if you can, get good sleep, drink water if you, you know, as, as much as you're able, but you can drink, also drink too much water. So again, study yeah, it. I, I would say that it would be really hard to do that. Your body's probably going to tell you that you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're, yeah. When you're, when you're sloshing, when you walk, it's <laughs> yeah, probably right. time probably to overdone stop. It, yeah. Right. But again, the, the goal of this episode to all of our listeners is just that we want you to be healthy because God called us to be healthy because we're able to be fit for his service more. It's, we're, we're called to be self-controlled. We're called to be disciplined. And uh, we are, are called to take care of our bodies and present it as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, which is our true and proper worship. That's Romans 12.1. So the moral of all this is having strong, good fitness is biblical. We're called to do it. God created us. And again, I'll quote what Rick Warren said, God created it, Jesus paid for it, and the Holy Spirit lives in it. So why not take care of it? That's right. Yeah. Well, Bart... Thanks for being here for this one. Thanks for agreeing with me on this one. And and, and again, um, let me ask you, I talk too much on this, but I have to, I'm hosting it. But <laughs> what would you say to people out there? Okay, you are, again, you're, you're, you've had been disciplined for so long, you're fit, you're in shape, you're strong, but now you're aging. And, and so I'm aging as well. But the majority of our listeners out there are, are not going to make $5 million next year in a professional contract. Unless you're a wide receiver, then you might not. I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> so the idea is that what, do you, what, do you, what would you say to people out there right now that they're thinking, you know what? I'm not an athlete. I'm not athletic. Um, I, I know I should. It's just, it's just difficult. Um, I'm ashamed of, of my body when I look in the mirror or anything. How would you encourage people out there right now that, that understand fitness? Fit, first, fitness is not entering a fitness competition. It's trying to get in shape and eating better. But what would, what would you say to encourage people out there? Yeah, I would say that I think the resolution thing, I love what you said in the very beginning, like resolutions are typically, I mean, for the most part, by and large, people break resolutions. They yeah. don't do them. And so- We all do. And so what I would say to encourage people is, you know, you may feel compelled not to start because you're afraid you're just going to stop because you've started and stopped so many times. Mm -hmm. And so- what I would say, you know, maybe as an encouragement would be, I think that what we can do is, instead of trying to shoot the moon with a resolution, what we can do is try to pick something where, like, when you think about it, you think, okay, in six months from now, could I see myself, could I, say, could I be able to say, hey, in the last, you know, 26 weeks, was I able to do what I said I wanted to do for the last 26 weeks? And if you can't see 
six months from now that, that what you're doing is sustainable enough to do that, well, then you need to scale it back. Mm-hmm. So scale it back so far that it's just something you know you can do and then and take it a step at a time. So that would be my encouragement yeah. is just be proud of something yeah. that you can do and, and make it sustainable because I think all of us decide January 1st, I, there's just almost this, I don't know if it's an Americanized situation, but we just we think we have to go big or go home when it comes to January 1st right. of every year. And mm-hmm. I just don't think we need to do that. And so as we get into this next uh, part of what we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about diet and exercise and mobility and some strategies for that. I would say, as you're listening to this next piece, really be thinking about what can I do? What can I adopt that I could be successful with in six months? Yeah. And if and if I can't, if I think I'm going to overshoot it and I'm not going to be successful in six months, don't even start that. Right. There's no reason to. If you think that, unless you can really carve out your time and you know that this is something you can do, then that would be the issue. Yeah, absolutely. And again, one more time, we're not doctors. We're not nutritionists. We're not anything is just somebody that people that have been able to take care of their bodies a little bit. Um, I have been out of shape, even, you know, post athlete, I I was out of shape, but got back in shape. And and I want you to understand to our listeners as we close, no matter what you look like, no matter what your body type is, no matter how much you weigh, no matter what size you're wearing, God loves you. You're both handsome. You're beautiful. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God adores you. He created you and he wants what's best for you. There's no shame. There's no judgment. So don't look in the mirror and say, oh man, I'm this whatever adjective you want to put in there, because God is not looking at you like that. God is not thinking that about you. He just wants you to be fit because it's an act of worship, and he knows that if you're healthy, you are going to be used. Look, God doesn't need any of us, but he wants all of us. Yeah, and if I could just interject one thing, Les, really quick, you know, you know, we've, I think by and large, we spend more time talking about people who need to lose weight because by and large in the U.S., that's what we need. Right. But I mean, just as easily, we should be talking about people who are underweight, and who, right. when they look in the mirror, they see overweight yeah. when, in fact, they're underweight. And right. so, you know, bulimia, anorexia, there's something I struggled with in my bodybuilding days. I call it bigorexia. So I was a pretty big, strong guy, but I would look in the mirror and see really tiny, really skinny. Hmm. And so I even, I super struggled with all of the the mental aspects, like you said, you know, yeah. getting mental health help from that perspective. But you can just as easily go the opposite way here. So we want, I want to make sure we're both saying, which yes. I know is what you're saying, is that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You need to be the best you you can be, mm-hmm. and you can be you can you can way overshoot it and be too big, and you can way undershoot it and be too small. Yeah, there's a really nice wide area in the middle that isn't like a fine line. You have to walk Absolutely. on a knife's edge. Well there's said. a nice line in the middle, and yeah. we need to make sure we are loving on both sides of of who is going to struggle with the top and the bottom. Right. And, and I think sometimes even mental health can come before the physical health too, because if, if we're not mentally strong or we struggle with loving ourselves from past pain or whatever it may be, then that can be a roadblock. And so that's why I mentioned if, if you need counseling or mental health advice or, or anything along those lines, go to livingproof.co and there's a great counseling center at Abundant Life. They have Regen. 
that you can look into. There are great ministries here. Um, if there's been pain of divorce or there's divorce care ministry, there's all kinds of things out there that can help you or here at Abundant Life. So go to livingproof.co, scroll through, you'll be able to find it. And uh, yeah, Bart, thank you for being here for this. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate your friendship and uh, your family and just all the years of, of just being selfless and, and helping me and my future grandkids who aren't here yet, like <laughs> yours, and uh, you know, I'll be able to get on the floor with them. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. You got it. All right, and sit right there, because we're going to record part two right after this, right? All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. So yeah, when we come back for part two, uh, make sure you come back for that uh, when, it comes, uh, when it airs next week, because we're going to talk about if you are one of those people that are older and you are able and want to get into the weight room, how do you modify that? Uh, because again, we have these New Year's resolutions, which I think should be New Year's goals, and we, they should be realistic goals, and don't set ourselves up for failure. But again, God doesn't call you to be in the weight room. God calls you to be healthy. It's an act of worship. We're, we're called to be self-controlled. We're called to be disciplined. And it's not easy, and everybody's different, but love who you are because God created you and loves you. Eat well, exercise if you can, get your sleep, drink some water. And uh, just stay close to the Lord, man. That's the that's the bottom line, right? Amen. All right. Well, anything else you might need, please go to livingproof.co. On behalf of our CFO, Bart Cox, I'm Liz Norman, your host. Thanks for joining us today on the Watching World Podcast.